You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. I know, the Jizzle. My little bro came up with that. He calls me Jizzle. But anywho, I hope everyone had a great week. I hope um, everyone is joining. If you're in the, in the states that have been snowing and cold, this breaking weather that we've been having, We've been reaching the 60s and the 70s, so enjoy while you can, because I believe there's a snowstorm coming this week. Uh, So let's get this episode started. Of course, i got to start with my favorite subject, Wisconsin sports, and of course, we got to start with my Milwaukee Bucks. Let me say this loud and clear. Fear the deer. If you don't know by now, we have the best, best record in the NBA. We have over 60 wins. Yes, 60. Uh, And if you don't know, you know now. The Greek freak, Giannis, is MVP. Can we shut up now? Can we be quiet with all this heart and business? I think it's very blatantly clear that the Greek freak is the MVP. We swept Houston. And, man, that game that we had against Philly, that's just a preview of what the playoffs are going to be like. But once again, we're not getting a lot of love. I mean, you guys are really sleeping us. But that's okay. I'm happy. And I promise you, once we win this championship, yeah, I said it. I said it. Why wouldn't I say it? Once we win this championship, which I'm going to cry like a baby, maybe y'all will recognize us. Because right now, everybody keeps talking about these other teams in the East. Just forgetting the fact that Milwaukee is number one and has the best record in the NBA. So fear the deer. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. It's coming up. I can't wait to go to the games and the new arena. It's just it's it's a it's a good time to be a Bucks fan finally. Because I think a few years ago, I don't know, I think it was a few years ago, where we was the worst record in the NBA, and going to those games were brutal. We went, we went, we sat, we cheered, we got through it. But it was one of the worst, one of the worst. So, yeah, go Bucks, go. Uh, the Brewers are number one. So the Brewers and the Bucks are doing well in Milwaukee. Baseball, I mean, come on now. Seriously, you know they got 200,000 games. So it's, it's cool right now that they're number one, but that can change. Who knows? I hope we stay on top like we are right now. That would be cool. But I can't really get too excited about the Brewers right now until the NBA is over with and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and then... There's been some Packer drama going on. Um, Bleach Report did some big article on the big Packers drama. And, and the gist of the article is just saying that Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy really didn't get along. Um, it, I, you know what? The article was bogus. They made the article, they made this article seem like they had cracked some code and there was something going on behind the scenes and 
basically the bottom line it was just egos which it sounds to me but the most interesting thing that i did read is that when there was team meetings mccarthy was going to go get massages and he was missing team meetings so i don't know if he was doing what uh robert Kraft was doing rubber tubs or whatever was going on but <laughs> mccarthy was getting massages during team meetings so they had this big old bleach this big article you know the you know y'all gotta hate on wisconsin because you got the bucks killing and you know Rogers is part owner, or a little small percentage of owner of the Bucks, and then the Brewers is number one. So then y'all gonna come with this old bogus stuff like Rogers and McCarthy was just booming. I mean, the article was nothing that serious as they making it seem, and then it 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 got blown out of proportion because you know how the media is, the social media, everything gets taken to a hundred when it's really not that serious. Um, Rogers had to go onto our ESPN the other day and pretty much um, debunk and, and, and just say, hey, that, that's not true. I love McCarthy. Whatever. Whatever the case may be, it's anything. You got a superstar quarterback. You got a coach. I mean, they might bump heads. There might be times where we saw that. We're not, we, we saw this fans. We saw when he watched the game. There were times where Rogers didn't agree with McCarthy's calls, and maybe he did change it, or maybe he thought it was some I mean, I, I, to me, I thought that article was a waste of time. Um, they made a big deal out of it. Now they, now they make it seem like, what is Rogers going to be able to handle the new coach? Cause we got the new coach, LaFleur. And it's, it's not about anything. So go pack, go. We're going to be just fine. McCarthy had to leave. He had to go. He had to go. He just had to. He was, his plays were old and stale. He had to go. So that article was whack. That became some big old, I don't know, just a big ordeal, which I I literally had to read that article like a few times to understand, like, what is the big deal? This sounds like typical stuff that goes on in any sport team. Like, this, it, it was a silly, it was silly. So that's my little capture. Oh, and then um, March Madness, which my bracket, I told you, was already shot out. So, and I, and I, to be honest, that bracket would have been ruined anyway, because no one expect, uh, was it Virginia State to win? No one even expected that. So, I, I gave up. I mean, I still watch the games, but I, 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 I gave up. Seriously. My, it was, it was sad at one point. I think, because I do that Yahoo thing, um, <laughs> they sent my results because I had the audacity. <laughs> or was it Virginia? I can't remember who won because I gave up. <laughs> they had the audacity to enter that bogus bracket that I had <laughs> that had Marquette and Wisconsin in the finals. <laughs> they gonna send me my results. <laughs> today and I had like 37 right out of 63 it was horrible I've done a lot better a lot 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 better in the past so that was um <laughs> that was pretty funny so until next time we will continue on all right let's just move on now I'm gonna jump right into these crazy articles and I do have a lot from Florida because Florida been going through it but before I start with Florida um <laughs> I gotta I gotta bring up R. Kelly. <laughs> so R. Kelly <laughs> I, I can't 
keep following is R. Kelly's story because R. Kelly, I would be honest, <laughs> he is so out of touch reality. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. R. Kelly went on Instagram Live, and I don't follow him, but he went on Instagram Live, and this is he he literally begged the media to be easy on him ahead of a paid event. <laughs> What R. <laughs> okay, R. Kelly, it's hard to be easy on you when you do stuff like this. He went on there, and I'll read this. R. Kelly is trying to get some cash in the bank. But before what seems to be one of his first paid events in a while, he's already getting ahead of potential bad optics. The embattled R&B singer took to Instagram Saturday to record a video of himself in front of what appears to be his Trump Tower residence in Chicago. Okay, so... You already got like a zillion charges against you for basically being a pedophile and and um, holding people as sex slaves and kidnapping. He got all these crazy charges against him. He went and did that crazy interview with Gail King, which was just he just <laughs> pure humor. <laughs> like he is, just, I don't know who's, I don't know who's advising this man. And now you're going to go on Instagram Live and stand in front of Trump Tower, which you still live in, <laughs> and beg the media to give him a break. Stop giving the media stuff, dude. You get, This is easy. You're an easy target, dude. You give his, this material so easy to get. So anyways, he's in front of the Trump Tower. He said he's going, he says he's going to be in an event tonight in Springville, Phil, Illinois. Um, one that's going to help him get his money, get money in his pocket. R. Kelly asked the media for a big favor to take it easy on him. As this is one of the few ways he can make money at the moment. He want us to feel sorry for him. And I ain't going to lie, you guys. I straight up watched the video. And in a way, if in a way, I'm not saying that I'm on R. Kelly's side or whatever, but I could see how you kind of can feel bad for him because he tried to, he, he, he's just like, so can you guys just give me a break? I'm trying to get something like, but then when you're in hindsight, when you think about all the crap, like he seriously was having sex with 14 year olds and peeing on them. I mean, like, come on, dude, you really were doing that. But yeah, I watched the clip and for a minute there, I was almost like, yeah, we should get, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Nah, dude, you, you deserve all you get, man. They should roast. You should be roasted every time you open up your mouth or get on camera to do anything. So, um, so anyways, he said, um, take it easy on him as this is one of his few ways he can make money at the moment. In the clip, he says, if and when the media sees him in a club with a couple of drinks in his hand, which means photos or videos of this will be leaked at some point. Just know he's only there to collect the check. So <laughs> this is this is I tell you, R. Kelly, R. Kelly is so out of touch. You're gonna say to the media, take it easy on me if you see me out in the club, even though his fans are paying to see him. He basically let his fans know I'm just here to collect the check. I ain't really caring about y'all. Why would you say that that you just there to collect the check? Why why would you the fans that are coming out to see you and paying money, why would you say that? Like, what is what is wrong, Archie? Because somebody, okay. 
It sounds like R. Kelly was anticipating an appearance to get getting out to the public and wanting to get ahead of a bad look of him partying in the middle of a serious criminal case. It's unclear where exactly he'll be on Saturday night. He did mention the venue. Well, the venue Saturday night that he did was in Springfield, Illinois. And I believe with the venue, um, here it is. I guess the media must have caught up with him or whatever the case may be. But (laughs) this is the kicker. He had a venue that he charged $100, $100 for his fans to come see him, 100 bucks. It was just an appearance. Once he arrived, once he was in the venue, he was there, the price dropped to 50 bucks. I believe, and I can't find an article, I thought I had it. I believe he, um, I believe there's only like, 200 people maybe 100 people there basically the the man only made about $1,500 the way that I counted it up so I don't know what how's that gonna help this case I don't know how that's gonna help anything he ain't had his bail and all that has been crazy his lawyers I don't know and he he only sung for 28 seconds so for 100 bucks you got 28 seconds of him singing bump and grind and that was his appearance and that's and that's how he gonna be hustling to get money in his pocket. This man gonna be out every night trying to get it. I I, I don't know. And then there's another thing um, for R. Kelly is that he is willing to sit down with Gail King again. And I really hope he do because that was the best humor ever in life. Okay, um, let's just move on. I just like to. I don't know why I just keep following up with this R. Kelly story because I just I just he's so out of touch. I just, I don't get it. This dude is so out of it. All right, here's a crazy story. This is not out of Florida, but then we will get to Florida. Um, <laughs> I think this is in Virginia or Detroit. I can't remember, but <laughs> the article reads, uh, two men arrested for getting drunk and taking turns shooting each other while wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> these dumbass ideas <laughs> oh who's Arkansas that makes sense Arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing a bulletproof vest after drinking oh <laughs> I know you don't I'm reading an article this is not me saying it I know you don't need me to tell you this but this happened in Arkansas which I'm not surprised nobody's surprised about Arkansas the two men who drank all night pull out bulletproof vests and took turns shooting each other were from Arkansas. Just a couple, just a couple good old boys never needed no harm. <laughs> but the harm is exactly what they got when one of their neighbors became reasonably unhappy when she saw two drunken men firing 50 to 100 shots recklessly next door. The cops showed up to the hospital where one man went to be treated for injury and the initial story he told was a doozy. Ferris this is the guy's name. Ferris claimed an asset. He paid him $200 for protection. He said the pair met another man at around 10 p.m. and ended up in a gunfight. 
The 50-year-old told the deputies he was hit multiple times but returned shots and fled in a car. <laughs> That's a hell of a story. When lying to the police, do not keep it simple. You always want to give a really extravagant story that makes you seem like a badass. And this was textbook. He said the injury he was checking into the hospital for was because he was being paid to protect someone, protect someone, got shot, returned his own shots, and fled off. Instead of just admitting to what I would consider not a crime, he made up a story that is 100% a crime. Classic Arkansas. Unfortunately, the man's wife told a different story, and the investigators came calling. This time, the guy came clean with a truly an all-time story. He confirmed they were drinking and playing what a bullet resistant vest. After asking his hits to shoot him, he was hit in the chest with 22 caliber rifle leaving the mark. <sighs> wow. That's Arkansas. Home of Bill Clinton. I believe that. Alright, let's move on. Um, Oh, here's something. That that um, the porn lawyer, Stormy Daniels lawyer, the one who now is in trouble for trying to bribe um, or blackmail um, Nike. Well, Michael Aviani, I think that's how you say his name. He's a snitch. He really is. He just he said um, Nike played paid Zion Williamson's mother. Dude is a snitch. Dude is a snitch. He's all over the place. He's really getting to be annoying. He was um, part of R. Kelly's uh, defense team. Now he over here in trouble himself trying to bribe Nike. To be honest, dude, why are you snitching? I mean, seriously, these college students, if, if they were, I mean, these they make a lot of money off of these college athletes. Come on, man. That's something you should you should have kept to yourself. We shouldn't even try to blackmail them. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but he's a straight-up snitch. At first, I thought he was a decent dude because he was, you know, had the the right to go after um, number 45 with the Stormy Daniels. But now he's just being a pain in the ass. That's what he's being. You have to snitch on these um, kids and mothers and what they get from Nikes from the college students. Most of, a lot of these, I know what it's like in college. You don't have money in college. You don't have it, and your family is either taking loans unless you come, unless you with them, Uncle, um, Aunt Becky's and them, where they pay a whole bunch of money to get you in college. You do what you got to do, and you got these players like Zion, who's an awesome player. Fit man, please. Uh, hopefully, the best case scenario to come out of this is that they start figuring out a way to start paying college athletes. Period. But him snitching, it's not a good look. Dude is a straight up snitch. Okay. Um, here's something that happened in Detroit. <laughs> I, it's very rare that I, the crazy stuff come out of Detroit. Detroit is always on some old crime stuff. But anyways, I shouldn't say that. But a uh, Detroit cop caught turning up to work drunk after he volunteered to be tested during a breathalyzer training. <laughs> People are stupid. They're just stupid. <laughs> It's just 
stupid. Whew. Okay, let's see here. This is some Florida mess. This is something they do in Florida. A Detroit police officer is under investigation after he showed up to the breathalyzer training intoxicated. I can't make this shit up, people. I cannot make this shit up. This is this is really this is what's really going on. Detroit police chief James Craig said the officer who has not been named attended a training session with his partner Lansing, Michigan on Thursday. At one point he volunteered to demonstrate, which is how the trainers discovered he was under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> why would you why would you volunteer knowing you drunk? Why, why would you? Why would you go? To a breathalyzer training as a police officer drunk. Okay. Craig said that when the officer blew into the breathalyzer, the machine registered that his blood alcohol contact of 0 0.08. Okay. I mean, that's like the exact legal limit. Um, but it registered at 0 0.08. When someone, okay, when someone's um, BACs is 0.08% or higher, they're considered to be legally impaired in the United States. This was a Michigan State Police training. He blew a 0.08, Craig told WXYZ TV. Certainly that's a problem. It's a problem for me and maybe a problem how it was handled after that. The officer was not arrested, of course not, at the time because he was driven by his partner to the training and he did not have a gun on him. I want you to know what the failures are at, and if the failures are at supervision, Craig told WXYZ TV, and the failures are at the common level, I'm going to take action. I'm, I'm consistent with that. According to the Detroit Free Press, the unidentified officer was in training class on the use of breathalyzer known as Data Master. During that class, he volunteered to give a sample and was determined he had alcohol in the system. The MS P sergeant dismissed him from class and sent him to the department. His commanding staff was notified. He does not work for us. We cannot discipline him. This will be up to the employer. A spokesperson for the Detroit police told the newspaper that the officer is under investigation for declining to share any further details. They're not going to do anything to help. They not. They don't do nothing to help. But I don't understand how stupid you could be to show up to a breathalyzer as a cop, as a trainee, well, alcohol in your breath. I don't know what the hell is wrong with these people. All right, here's another one. There's an SUV that got caught in flames. <laughs> this story is mad crazy. <laughs> 20 this is the headline. 20 minutes after driving off lot, bursting in flames, a woman said dealership won't provide a refund for an SUV. <laughs> Can't make this shit up, man. This is some crazy stuff that's going on out here. All right, let's see. What city could this possibly be? Let's take a guess. Oh, it's Wisconsin. <laughs> wow. An SUV went up to flames 20 minutes after it was driven off the used car lot in Milwaukee. <laughs> could you imagine? You get your brand new car, you driving off the minute you take off and <laughs> catches up in flames. Damn. <laughs> the driver saved for nearly two years and said she worries she'll never get the money back. 
Images from the incident serve as a haunting reminder of Nicole Brandt's near-death experience on Wednesday, April 3rd. I haven't been able to drive since. <laughs> she was on I-43 northbound in Grafton on her way to pick up her kids in the used... Damn, this car. Okay, anyways, in a used 2006 Chrysler Pacifica. I don't even know what the hell that is. 2006. She purchased 22 minutes earlier at Big Bill's Auto near Appleton and Center in Milwaukee. Okay, all of this, the, the Big Bill, the name Big Bill, the making the car, all this seemed like this was bad. Like, this, she was making bad decisions anyway when she purchased this car. Something from underneath the engine, it was just melting. The engine was just melting out from underneath. Damn. The SUV began smoking and Brent pulled over approaching drivers and snapped pictures. Of course, of course. This is, we live in a world that no matter what happens to us, we got to make sure we got to take a picture and video. We could be dying, whatever the case may be. Quick, take a picture, take a picture. Her car is in flames, things is going on, and she need a picture. Wow. The car is a shell, burnt out of the shell. Brent said she saved her money for nearly two years to buy that vehicle. Yeah, she should have waited, waited another year to get something, at least in 2010, and maybe not go to Big Bill's. Anyways, Big Bill's auto on Saturday, April 6th, and Monday to speak with the manager with no luck. All I want is my money back. They won't even give her money back? Dang! That's gangster. After some haggling on thirds, the brand said she was able to get the dealership to refund the oh, $2,900 she paid for the SUV. But she said she was not sure that that really happened. There's no money in the account. The bank said they should have at least seen the transaction even hasn't hit my account yet. It should at least see it. He didn't do the refund. Wow. Officials with the Grafton Fire Department, Ozaki County officials, say they will never be able to determine what really happened to the SUV. Meanwhile, Brent says she's looking at ways to try to get her money back. She did not have insurance. Man, she was just, she had a lot. That's bogus. They ain't going to give her money back? The engine was ruined? That's crazy. All right. That was good old Milwaukee. That was a Milwaukee story. Wow, I didn't know that. All right, let me see what else is going on. Um, I got that. All right, Kelly. Oh, um, Nipsey Hussle's uh, memorial service, home going, whatever, celebration of life. I think it's happening this Thursday, which is cool. Like I said, mainstream has finally um, know who he is. So now... Everybody knows who he is, which is fine. Get the word out to continue with the things that he was doing. It still has been a rough, um, it's still a rough death. That really was a real one. And to be honest, I'm going to try and do the conspiracy theory things and all that. But I just don't understand how Christopher Darwin, and that's the dude from the OJ case. He was the uh, prosecutor that lost the OJ case. He is defending Nipsey's. Defendant, and I don't know how any of this stuff works, cause dude, like, I don't know how he paying him. I don't know why he's taking the case. I have no clue. And now it's starting to seem a little fishy, cause dude wasn't informant for the feds. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm really I really wasn't trying to go down that road at all. But it's, a lot of things just not ha not adding up. But with that being said, I mean it is what it is at this moment just going to focus on um, remembering the real one and everyone plans on continuing to do the things that he's 
doing in the community. And they're going to have a big uh, service at the Staples Center. So, <clears throat> once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. That's still a hard one. It's still still taking a, um, a little toll on me. All right, let's... Um, Oh, here's a crazy one. Here's two crazy ones. I'm going to go to Florida. Uh, we got a crazy story about Uber. There's been a lot of crazy stories about Uber. Um, but here's one where <laughs> an Uber driver. Where is it at? I didn't even get it. I didn't get it. It was a, the story, I don't have it here, but an Uber driver, um, Drops off the passengers at the airport, and then he went back and burglarized their home. He's multitasking. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. So this is the thing with Uber. They got to do background checks. They got your license plates, the cars, and all that. So what I don't understand is how did this man think he was going to get away with it? This is that's the part I don't understand. They have all your information, so you gonna drop them off, and then you gonna go ahead and go back to the house and rob them. That's gangster. I got one about Walmart, crazy ass Walmart. Man, Walmart is nuts. I, I <laughs> woman accused of stealing a Walmart scooter driving down the highway to get coffee. <laughs> Woo! Walmart is like the floor is the the store what you say the store that would be a Florida store I don't know how to say it but that's what I'm trying to say in Crossville Tennessee a fish an officers pulled over a woman driving a Walmart mobility scooter down a Tennessee highway Friday morning <laughs> like, like I said I can't make this up according to WKRN. Sally Selby caught the attention of law enforcement around 5 a.m. while driving a motorized shopping cart in a slow lane on Highway 127. <laughs> and she thinks this is normal. Where did, she, where did she think this is normal to have a scooter on a highway? On a highway. <laughs> on a highway. Selby allegedly told the officers that she was on her way to the Waffle House restaurant to buy a cup of coffee. <laughs> Like, this is just normal. This is just a normal, typical day for her. <laughs> she go to Walmart, she grab the cart, she get on the highway, and she head to the Waffle House. It's just a normal day. According to WTBF, the 45-year-old initially told officers that she built the scooter but was later arrested for theft after Walmart employees confirmed it belonged to the store. She built the scooter. Okay, lady. Walmart surveillance video showed Shelby using a shopping scooter inside the store before driving it out of the parking lot. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, let's get into some great old Florida stuff. Oh my God, that's crazy. Like they don't even go that fast. So I don't even understand how that happens. Um. Let's see here. Oh, I, this is not a Florida one. I forgot this one. This one is crazy, too. Naked woman found in daycare claims she's the owner's wife and tries to fire employees. <laughs> I 
Okay. Let's read this. This is in Virginia, of course. 23-year-old woman is behind bars after breaking into a Stafford daycare and being found completely naked. I don't know why she had to be naked to fire these employees. <laughs> Early Thursday morning, Sergeant Aubrey with the Stafford Sheriff's Office responded to kids on the Mobe Learning Center in Stafford. Upon arrival, officers said they found a woman dressed in black standing inside the building with a fork in each hand. Wow. After she was taken into custody, the suspects told the sergeant he was making a mistake and she was the daycare's owner's wife. Shortly after, Sergeant Aubrey spoke with an employee who said that she did not recognize the suspect. The employee said that she had arrived at the building and began turning the lights on when she was suddenly confronted by a naked woman in a doorway of one of the classrooms. The suspect then told the employee she was trespassing and tried to fire her. <laughs> The sheriff officer later determined the suspect was not affiliated anyway with the daycare. Heaven County 23 of Sportsavania, Spotsavania, was recognized her from an incident earlier that morning. Courtney had been walking around down Route 1 and was reportedly a suspicious person. She told the sergeant she was coming from the Rappanock Regional Jail. They got some strange names in Virginia. Connor was incarcerated on a secure bond so th th this woman didn't even this woman didn't even um this one was crazy that's all i can say she's straight naked in there firing people okay cool no problem oh what is going on in this world what is what is really going on all right let's go on down to florida uh we've got let's see here um, let's see here. Good old Florida. I'm just going to take a chance because I don't know what this article is, but <laughs> let's go for it. All righty. Florida man. Here go the headlines. Minutes after being released from jail, a Florida man was arrested in, in the parking lot for breaking into cars. Ooh, this is, Florida is just, this is a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing going on there. All right, let's see what this fool thought was a good idea. Um, it says, Casey M Michael Lewis was a free man for about 15 minutes. <laughs> Not even leaving the grounds of the jail where he had been locked up before getting arrested again. The 37-year-old had just been released Thursday from the St. Louis County Detention Facility in Fort Pierce, Florida, where he had been held on ground, on grand theft charges, according to arrest affidavit. They said after he was released, Lewis then began walking around the jail's parking lot, acting suspicious and checking vehicle doors. Surveillance video show. Don't people realize nowadays there's too many videos, too much stuff going on. You can't just get away with stuff. Plus, you in the parking lot of the jail, dude. Surveillance video shows Lewis looking into cars and opening doors of, of a silver vehicle, according to the report. The report said Lewis entered the vehicle from the driver's side and sat in the car for about two and a half minutes and then exited the vehicle and walked around the length of the lot, checking vehicles along the way by either 
looking into the window or lifting the door handle to see whether they were unsecured. <laughs> While Lewis was in the parking lot, he was approached by an officer. He told the officer he was waiting for his girlfriend. The arresting officer said that when Lewis was approached, questioned, and finally arrested, he gave the officer a brown bag with the items from a vehicle. The items include an iPhone 7, four packs of cigarettes, a lighter, one Visa bank debit card, a Florida driver's license, and $547 in cash. Who keeps all this shit in their car? What's wrong with Florida? Why would you keep why would you keep your debit card in your what? And your driver Wow. Lewis was arrested and charged on burglary and stolen property and taken back inside jail. <laughs> the idiot. CNN reached out to an attorney who represented Lewis in a previous case but got no immediate response. It could be not determined whether Lewis was being represented by an attorney. He shouldn't. He's just staying there locked up. He's an idiot. That's a Florida man for you. That's a, that's an idiot. Okay. Here we go. Another one. Another Florida man. Let's see. What did this Florida man do? Um, Florida. Damn. <laughs> here's, here's the headline. Florida man stabbed his father and hit his mother with a mug because his pork chop was too acidic. Oh, a Florida man is allegedly to have attacked his mother and father, believing they poisoned the pork chop he was eating for dinner. <laughs> Ooh, his mother has suffered internal brain bleeding and his father stabbed wound for the chest. Damn. Uh, according to the WTXL court documents state that Dave's parents told Officer their son had became increasingly paranoid recently, but it had, but is not known to have any mental illness. Yeah, he's just a Florida man. That's that's the illness. He's a Florida man. That's what he's diagnosed as as a Florida man. They notified. They noticed that Dave was more agitated than usual for dinner on Thursday evening. Dave's father prepared him a pork chop. Dave complained that the pork chop was too acidic before accusing his parents of trying to poison him. Then without warning, he allegedly smashed his mother overhead with a glass mug before chasing his father down, who was screaming for help. After hitting his father overhead with, with what he thought to be a frying pan, Day alleged has stabbed him in the chest with a butcher knife. Damn. Day is charged with two counts of attempted homicide, two counts of aggravated battery. The sheriff said he's being held. Yeah, you can see this picture. He looks like something wrong with him. Um, and then it goes on to tell another Florida story. Elsewhere in Florida, Pasco County officer charged Angel Luez Sanchez with domestic aggravated battery after he allegedly knocked out his partner with a propane cylinder. Damn. Florida, Florida, Florida. Because <laughs> he got that pork chop. They tried to poison him in the pork chop. What? What is really going on? <laughs> okay. Um, I think I'm a, um oh, here's one more. And then I'm about to wrap it up, make it short and sweet. I know I promised the guest. I will eventually get one. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I promise it will. And we get it together. We will have a guest. Trying to change this up a little bit. All right. Here's the, um. 
the headline. Florida man arrested after strangers found him asleep on a porch with a loaded shun- shotgun. Here we go, Florida man. They just a whole nother breed. Uh, Haines City, Florida. A family in Haines City woke up to a surprise Thursday morning when they found a stranger asleep on their front porch with a loaded shotgun. Jarius Adams, 26, told the police he was walking home after drinking at the local bar around 2.30 a.m. when he got very tired. So he walked over to the porch and went asleep, according to the Haines City Police Department. Of course. Of course, Florida man. The loaded shotgun found in Adams' position was shorter than the 16-inch minimum required by law. The serial number on the gun had also been filed down and painted over. Police said Adams is convicted felon and is not allowed to possess a firearm. Adams faces charges of burglary, possession, um, guns and alcohol are a bad combination. The most important, the, the most important thing here is no one got hurt. Wow. Florida man. Florida man is on a roll. And I think that is all that I have for Florida as of right now. I did have a story about a man who um, got really mad at his his mom because she wouldn't dress his um, mannequin. So he threw dumplings at her. But I somehow don't have that um, article in front of me like I did. So I'm going to let that one go. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going back down south next week. I'm in County Zone, Greensburg, North Carolina. Then I actually finally have a local show in Milwaukee in May. I'm so happy. I'll be home. I haven't been home in a minute. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, and all these dates and everything is also on my website and I am definitely for sure going to try to have a guest on next time so we can just get this, you know, kind of a different vibe going on and I have some more stories to tell. So I thank you guys for listening, continue to support. Um, I have some surprises and things coming up. So I thank you so much. You guys have a great week. Once again, my name is Nola J. Peace out. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions, like how do I record an episode, how to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to, how do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes. Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast.
Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com. On Goop, I don't know what Goop is. The candle started as a joke between somebody and her, and then they worked on a fragrance, and she said, "Ah, oh, this smells like vagina." And so. So what? What brand of vagina does it smell like? That's you know what, question. man? I. Because I, I, there's a there's a wide spectrum of of vaginal scents. Seventy five dollars for the candle. Well, it's overvalued, just like. No. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Men and and whatever women that like to smell it, they buy oh, that. There's a market for it. There's know. a market for it. Do you dudes, know how many crazy categories on Pornhub? This dude got his whole birthday cake. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you know how many Pornhub categories? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Do you know how many creepy, freaky, all kind of dudes went on and bought that candle immediately. There's some bars that probably got that. That man, come on, on, sold out. But on that note, let me tell you something. You remember when, um, and it depends on what they mean. What she mean by that smell, though? There's so many different smells. There's so many. You should do it like when you sell, you have weed, they have different strands, they have different different, different smells. So different, this different smells like, and some strands. people like funky ass Vagina smell. Just left the gym. Some like the gym. Yeah, I know some cats that's like, yeah, they like that. The There's some that want it fresh. Pineapple. The cottage cheese. The, ugh. The, ugh. The fish. Ugh. Fish. That's what. It was ugh. Doing. Okay, you gonna make me throw up. Okay, I'm paying seventy five dollars for that <laughs> for bullshit. There's some freaks out here. I mean, there's a lot of Pornhub categories. There's a lot of categories of porn. She started a new one. She oh, she's selling out. I already knew she would. I did, please. I I know guys that would get it. Paltrow poom poom. Now I'm gonna tell you about Paltrow. So you remember when um this is my theory. You remember when um Beyonce was talking about Becky with the good hair and no one could figure it out? I think it's her. I think she slept with Jay Z. And the only reason I said that because they all used to be best friends, they all used to be super close, you used to see them all together. You don't see them together anymore. I believe that's Becky with the good hair. Mm. I believe that's the chick that Jay-Z cheated on with Beyonce. That's just my theory because they mm. were so close. They didn't that other chick that... No, they blamed on a whole bunch of people, but they never... I've never anyone say her, but they used to be super tight. Like, when they were at... When they owned... Didn't they own part of the Miami football team? I don't remember. But when they all used to hang out together, she'd be around blue when she was a baby. They were super tight. Now you don't see them tight anymore. I believe her and Jay-Z, I believe that's where that came from. So he smashed it, and then she said, you know, I got to brand this this vagina now. Yeah. And make it into a candy. Yeah, she had to. She got Jay-Z to cheat on Beyonce. So she got one candle line So that vagina, that, uh, that candle smells like her shit. That's basically what it is. It smells like hers. Mm-hmm. She got something because she had Jay-Z to cheat. That's my theory. I believe it was her. All right, let's do this super quick because this is going on. Florida. I had to bring up Florida. Florida man was arrested. I'm just going to read the title. I'm not going to even get into the story. Florida man arrested for hanging from a traffic light and pooping on a cop. Okay. It's the brown light, right? That's the new brown light. <laughs> <laughs> That's Florida. You're going too fast. <laughs> Slow down. Another one. I'm going to shoot the shit. 
That's called shooting the shit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in Florida, though? That's what they do. Could you imagine just driving down the street and somebody just hanging down there and the cops come get him? He just shitting. Got his, <laughs> got his legs up in the air. He just what is going on in Florida? Antonio Brown, you know I always got to bring up Antonio Brown, AB. He always owns something. The cops were called to his house, and you know he live in Florida. Oh, <laughs> That's probably along the same lines. Eh? He got in trouble for throwing a bag of dicks to his baby mama. <laughs> mm. So what was that call like when she called the when she called the police? What'd she say? <laughs> I just got hit in the forehead with a plethora of dicks. It's a plethora of dicks being thrown at me. <laughs> Something needs, something's got to give. Do they bitch you having a train? No. <laughs> it's my baby daddy. <laughs> baby daddy got dicks? Baby daddy got plethora of dicks. And he's throwing them at him. But they really was little gummy dicks. That's a waste of gummy dicks. It's a waste of gummy dicks. It's a waste of good gummy dicks. It's a waste of good gummy dicks. <laughs> I would never waste a good gummy dick. <laughs> Not a bag of them? <laughs> I guess. She should have took them know. for herself. Here's one more... Um, Here's a couple more, and then we go, we got to end this. Tatashi69, he wants out of prison. He wants to serve the rest of his time at home because it's not safe for him behind bars. You a snitch, man. <laughs> they saw his papers. When you first go in, they, they check. All the other cellmates, they check and see what you went for. Don't you think they, they already run? know? Everybody no. knows. I mean, some I mean, of, you know, some of the old heads, they going to know who he is. He's just gonna look at him like, why are you wearing that? Why you got a tattoo on your face? He's an idiot. He's a dummy. What's wrong with this 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 young generation? Uh, he's not the whole generation. <laughs> he's a dumbass. Did he think that he was just gonna be in jail, at, being a snitch, and everything was gonna be cool? Oh yeah, that's the snitch. Hey, how you doing? Oh, everybody ain't snitching here. Yeah. Oh, you didn't a snitch. Dumbass. Oh uh, no, we didn't snitch. He's a dumbass. Um, real quick, Whitney Houston and Taurus B.I.G. are inducted in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I think is dope, but I think they need to change that name. From Rock and Roll? I mean, they're not Rock and Roll. I mean, the, the concept, maybe, they're like Rock and Roll, like, ooh, they're Rock and Roll, but they're not Rock and Roll. So, but they're getting inducted, which is dope. Yeah, I literally, I take my walk down by the lake, I'm, I'm walking, and it's packed. There's everyone down there. We're walking, we're having a good time, and I'm feeling happy, like, okay, cool, I'm out, I can go get a water, I can go down by the lake, I see the boats and all that, and then it dawned on me, like, I can't, even though you probably made fun of me and I said this, I tried to get into Summerfest. Yeah. It's May, and Summerfest wouldn't be open for May, but it was just the fact that it clicked to me, like, next happen. month, I'm not going to be able to go to Summerfest. Yeah. So I was like, damn, but lit, I'm outside, I'm seeing it. It's just a weird, it's an eerie feeling. We're in a big... It was like a movie scene where you're walking up. No, and you know what it is? And you're looking up at the gates. You know what it is? I don't know if you ever watched this. You probably haven't. It's like a Black Mirror episode. I said that already. This is. I feel like I'm in a Black Mirror episode. And for mm. you people who watch Black Mirror, it's on Netflix. They predict a lot of shit. And I feel like I'm in a Black Mirror episode right now where you can go outside, but you can't really go into anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, we can go out. <laughs> but 
But like I'm walking, but, to do. right? But you can't go into anything, and it's yeah. weird. It's just weird. The only place you can go is the grocery store. Like, like tomorrow, in order for me to like hang out with my my homies, I'm like meet me at Costco's. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I'm gonna be at Costco's at like eleven thirty. Yes. And wear your face mask because you can't get in without it. They right. they require a face mask now at Costco's. And they're like, all right, I'll meet you at Costco. So now I got to meet my friends at Costco's. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm the only one who got the membership and they go use the membership. Use it. But it doesn't matter. Like, we find a way. Like, the the store is the hangout. Walmart, like Walmart's the club. Store is, it is. It's the club. Like, yo, yeah. meet me at aisle nine, yo. <laughs> Let's hang I mean, out. It's a line on aisle nine, too. Oh, it's a mess. All right. For no reason, we always digress. That's what we do. All right. Let's keep it moving. Um, Another thing on sports shit, once again, in Jordan. Here's something that was crazy and no reason story. New York mm. restaurant owner allegedly fires a server for not wearing Air Jordans. <laughs> hey, that's part, of the, that's part of the uniform. Unemployment is affecting the lives of many people around the world, but it's not often that you hear about one's choice in footwear being the reason they were out of work. Mm. The allegedly... That's allegedly the case for a man who recently fired from a New York restaurant, Julan Club. I probably said that wrong. Sounds about right. According to the New York Daily News, a lawsuit filed in the Manhattan Federal Court by Amir Kuturek. I've messed that up. Kuturek. Whatever. Alleges that the owner of the Who You Julan Club, Naomi Ram, fired him after he refused to wear a to wear Air Jordans as part of his uniform. It's part of the uniforms. Hey. Kuturek supported his claim with a text message exchange he had with with Ram following her decision to make Jordans a mandatory part of the uniform in the late 2019. (laughs) An employee since 2016, Kurt said he couldn't wear the shoes because of his ankle injury. He hmm. probably hate Jordan. He probably just not a Jordan fan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he knows our dad. He's yeah, like our dad, right? He's probably like our dad. He's just not a Jordan fan. Man, Magic had a shoe. Right. <laughs> See? Magic shoe. Ma- what was Magic shoe? Did Magic have a shoe? I don't even know if See, he had a shoe. I'm all over the place. I told you I started digressing. The Magic Magic had a shoe. Every ball player has he's, a shoe. No, he's in the 80s. He came in. Did he had a shoe? I think Jordan was the first one to do a shoe deal. No, everyone has a shoe. Um, Cause I remember, um, what's his name? The ugly dude. I danced with him, and he was the highest paid NBA player at that time when I danced with him. But he was Patrick Ewing. Yeah, he's way later than Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, not way later, but he's no, he's not. Damn near ten years. <laughs> Difference. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. Okay, let me get out of that because I was doing something else. So anyways, it says, wear it or don't come to work was the text message. Furthermore, cut the bullshit. It's basketball sneakers, not high high heels. So that was like the text message. Mm. So, and then it says, thank you so much for your understanding my problem. That's what the um, employee said. And they came back and said, pick up your things today. Don't ever disrespect me. That's a Jordan fan. That's a Jordan fan. 
He claimed his he got an ankle injury. He can't wear Jordans. Uh-huh. That's some bullshit. You ain't hooping. He act like he on a team. He act like if the coach told him to get in. Wear ankle braces. Something. This is some shit. This is some shit. All right, let's go into some little recent stories and let's get um let's get this over. Oh no, let me get more sports. I'm sorry. Let's talk about your mellow. You can have this part. Well, we got the ball family. Um, we don't have to really go too deep into it, but. Lonzo, LaMelo, and LiAngelo are signing with Rock Nation, Jay-Z's Rock Nation. And they're going to manage them. Smart move. Smartest move they've ever made. And basically the details on that is that they plan on inking a deal with Rock Nation Sports. Uh, LaMelo's manager, Jermaine Jackson, explained that the movie was a family decision. Because, you know, they want to break up the family. They want to make it look like they're all against each other. This is now an extended family. They still Jackson got Jermaine told. Jackson from the Jackson 5. Yeah, yeah they still got him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they put together a beautiful game plan with Jay-Z. The basketball game was about to completely change because they already changed with the JBA. They changed it with Lithuania. Now they about to change the game again. They're going to create something totally new. Um, go down a little bit. LeVar Ball. Um, of course you want to talk about LeVar. Because this doesn't happen without LeVar. Of and course. LeVar Ball has used the big baller brand to thrust the family into the spotlight, yet even though the Balls have found a way to profit off their name, BBB, the big baller brand, was it's left on like course. It's not the business bureau. <laughs> yeah. The better business bureau. Right. <laughs> but no millennial is so used that. The better business bureau. <laughs> but no millennial or younger knows what that is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the balancing of business and familial relationships is what motivated the Balls to pick Rock Nation over other agencies. And one thing to notice... They signed all three brothers. They didn't just sign Lonzo and LaMelo, who are... LaMelo's about to get drafted. We're going to talk about it in a minute. You're going to talk about your My prediction, LiAngelo is the most talented son. So, yeah. That's pretty much it on that. Okay, so so that's a good move, right? Jay-Z and and, uh, LaVar Ball, I mean, that, that that speaks for itself. And then here's your next one about your balls. About my balls? Your balls. These nuts. Here <laughs> you are about these nuts. <laughs> oh, Melo. Yeah, you declared for the draft. We don't really need to go that deep into it. Oh, you don't get that deep. <laughs> well, I mean, he, we knew he was going to declare for the no, draft. No, we don't. No, yeah. You're the only one who's a fan of this family. I'm actually not, but okay. Well, you seem to know a lot about him. But, um, yeah, he's declaring for the draft. Um, he's... Estimated to go top three, one, two, or three. And he never went to college, didn't finish high school. Um, as far as the balls are concerned, he was taken out of high school and went and played in Lithuania and then played in their family league, the JBA. And then he just played a year in Australia in their professional league against grown men. So he's got professional experience coming in 